Beamer Tire and Auto Repair, now with three locations across the triad in High Point, Greensboro, and our new location in Kernersville. Beamer Tire and Auto offers full-service auto repair, all tire brands, free alignment checks, oil changes, and more. In Kernersville, check out the no-appointment-needed Quick Lube Shop. Check out their thousands of five-star ratings via Google and Yelp. They care because they know that you can go anywhere. So try a shop with a beating heart, not a bottom line. Beamer Tire and Auto Repair. Visit us on Facebook or at BeamerTire.com. Salon Resi is the newest high-end full-service salon and spa in the triad. Salon Resi Spa includes massages and skin care. Get a full highlight treatment, shampoo and style, color and retouch, and much, much more. Salon Resi, where passion and creativity meet. 765 East Bluemont Road, Suite 200 in Mount Airy. It's the high school football game of the week. Listen, man. Tonight is the night. Then make the name for yourself. Not one, but two of the best games in the triad every Friday. All comes down to today. Catch the action on WTOB 980 AM and 96.7 FM. Who got my back? I got your back. Or tune in to our second game on WCOG 1320 AM. Both games powered by TobaccoRoadSportsRadio.com, your home for triad sports. Beamer Tire and Auto Repair, now with three locations across the triad in High Point, Greensboro, and our new location in Kernersville. Beamer Tire and Auto offers full-service auto repair, all tire brands, free alignment checks, oil changes, and more. In Kernersville, check out the no-appointment-needed Quick Lube Shop. Check out their thousands of five-star ratings via Google and Yelp. They care because they know that you can go anywhere. So try a shop with a beating heart, not a bottom line. Beamer Tire and Auto Repair. Visit us on Facebook or at BeamerTire.com. You are locked into Tobacco Road Sports Radio. Your home for triad sports. And you know this, man. Radio proudly presents The Nest with East Forsyth head coach Todd Willard. Here's your host, Rod Funder. Hey, 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 and welcome everyone to this 15th edition of The Nest with head football coach Todd Willard of the three-time state champion East Forsyth Fighting Eagles. We're in the best city in the triad, known as Kernersville, North Carolina, and others know us as the Big K Vegas. And of course, this 15th edition of The Nest is presented by J. Peppers Southern Grill. J. Peppers is located at 841 Old Winston Road right here in Cape Vegas. So please come on out, enjoy the atmosphere, the great people, all the wonderful food that J. Peppers has to offer. And of course, we want to thank J. Peppers for their awesome hospitality and making us feel right at home as they do every week. And J. Peppers Southern Grill is our title sponsor for the entire 2021 East Forsyth football season. We also want to take a quick moment to recognize our other sponsors. In addition to J. Pepper Southern Grill, they do include Giada's Italian Restaurant, Beamer Tire and Auto, and One Stop Food Store, home of your chicken and taters. And it looks like we got a great packed house tonight. Give yourselves a hand for coming out 
because it is freezing outside, and I don't know how I made it over here, Coach. I'm your host, Hot Rod Funderburg. I'm sitting here with head coach of the three-time state champion, East Forsyth Fighting Eagles. Coach Willer, how are we doing this evening? Hey, we're doing pretty good, huh? With hey, the man. battle of Kernersville, you know that's pretty good. Let me tell you, I was uh, pre-game, I was doing something. I had a couple interviews with some of the local TV or news channels, mm -hmm. and I said, K-Vegas. I said, yeah, this K-Vegas is going to get I can't remember which news. The lady lost it right in the middle of the interview. She started laughing. She said, I've never heard that before. So, Coach, you told her she's heard it now, right? She's heard it now. <laughs> you better Big believe K it. Vegas. What K Vegas is on the map, baby. <laughs> so, listen, Coach, you, you said it. You won the battle of K Vegas not once but twice. There was an article in the newspaper that came out. I think you and I talked about I mean, it over we the weekend. The, we haven't even got hey, the show going yet. No, nah, we're not getting the show started. But listen, not on the light note not tonight coach listen this weekend you and I talked about it there was an article that came out in some newspaper don't even know why they published it but <laughs> I want to say it was the head coach of Glenn or one of the coaching assistants I'm not sure who it was and of course coach you did not sign off on what I said because you're a great man you're an <laughs> awesome man you're a humble man and I appreciate you being that way but this guy said that the best team did not win as if I guess he assumed Glenn was supposed to win, and I guess he assumed Glenn was the best team. The problem with that is this, Coach. Glenn lost to the same team in five weeks twice. <laughs> so how can you call Glenn the best team? Are y'all hearing me out here? How can you call Glenn the best team if you lose to East Forsyth twice in five weeks? It just doesn't make sense. So obviously the coaching staff, the folks at Glenn, we love them. God bless their heart, but obviously they're smoking something, injecting something. They're doing something that's not right, and whatever they're injecting, it is not the COVID-19 vaccine. So we're going to keep praying for y'all over there at the Glenn Bobcats, and we're going to hang out with you next year. Coach, who'd you bring with you tonight, my man? Sorry I had to get off on my tangent, but I had to go over that because I'll forget. I'm getting a little older, and I can't remember the way that I used to. But, Coach, who'd you bring with you tonight? Uh, <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, I brought uh – Guy, you got me all bamboozled right now, right? Um, I brought Aaron Beal, our uh, defense coordinator. He's on here again. I mean, obviously, I felt like I had to bring him in. Oh, yeah. I mean, three shutouts yes, in sir. The, the three playoff games. Yes, sir. And, you know, I think maybe if we want to touch a little bit about what your comment just was, the open show was, I, I, I don't – I think Glenn kind of thought they had the best defense in our conference. And their defense is really good. It's really Don't get good, me wrong. But, it's a good defense. But guess what? I believe we have the best defense. And once again, we showed it. Coach, the score we showed, showed it. it. It was a shutout. You know, no, they didn't score. The, no the, it no doubt it. about yeah. it. And, and they uh, gave up 53 points last week. Yeah, I'm just I, I'm just happy. I was, I was ready for it, actually, because we didn't have a great offense showing. We'll probably talk about it here in a little bit. We only okay. had 165 yards, okay. but they only had 147. It's a defensive battle. So, at the end of the day, guess what? The better team won. Well, Coach, listen. Yeah, the better team did win. East for Sight Fighting Eagles, baby. East for Sight Fighting Eagles. And listen, we're just hanging out. We're up in here partying like the Eagles do because ain't no party like an East for Sight party because the East for Sight party don't stop. And that's what we do, baby. So, Coach, <laughs> you and the Eagles, y'all took care of business this past Friday night in the third round of the playoffs against the Glen Bobcats by a score of 14 to nothing, improving the Eagles' records to 11-1 and and, of course, 3-0 and during this third phase of the season, the playoffs. What does this third round mean to you, this Eagle squad, your coaching staff? Oh, it just means we're back to, to practicing on Thanksgiving. Coach Beal had the stat the other day he put out there. What is it since? 2015. 2015. Do we got his mic on? Do we got it? Good. Um, 2015, we've been practicing on Thanksgiving. There ain't anybody around here that Man, can that say that. that is awesome. In, in our conference You give stuff. away turkey legs, too, after practice? Well, Katie actually goes and we go get um, biscuits from uh, McDonald's. Oh, uh, nice. Uh, Britt, uh, DJ Britt has always done it. It's kind of a little tradition. Okay. We get uh, biscuits and we go get uh, donuts for the kids, and it's just something we've done. And uh, DJ sponsors it with her through his McDonald's, and uh, Katie goes and gets it. It's just – 
It's kind of like a norm now. Coach, that's yep. awesome. What time do y'all practice on Thursday? I'm going to try to get by there. We practice at 9 o'clock in the morning. In Come the on morning. By. Yeah. In the morning. So well, I don't we got to go eat. Well, we okay. got to go eat some turkey after Ain't that. Ain't wrong so, with that. All right. So 9 a.m. Cindy, Cindy's practice. Monster, our mon, uh, mother-in-law is in the house tonight. And um, she's good to die. Can we? Hey, can hey, we? Can mom's we, in the hey, house. Hey. All right, let's give mom a hand. Let's give her a hand. All right, it's but, always good to see Miss Nugent. She's awesome. But I gotta have those biscuits, but because that this big feast that Miss Nugent's gonna be cooking for us. Oh, nice. You know, uh, at her house on Thanksgiving. So gotta have practice early so I can get that food out of the way so I can eat uh, Cindy's food. There you go. That is it. That is it. Coach Bill. How you doing this evening? I didn't ask how you were doing. Really, you the, you the star of the show tonight, baby. You the man. Hey, that was last week, man. We're moving on. Hey, we, <laughs> listen, we're going to move on, but we're going to talk about it a little bit first before we move on. You guys had three shutouts in the playoffs. One, two, three, playoff time. Shutout means that the offense of the opponent does not score not one point. They didn't even get two points of safety. That's how bad the, That's how bad your defense is, and I mean our, bad has it Our good. defense. Right on. I can dig it. So, that's just how bad the Eagle defense is. You know what I'm saying? So, Coach, you guys, I was talking to Coach a little bit earlier about this. You guys have done some things this year that I talked to Coach about that back in 92, the defense then didn't even do. Those three shutouts in the playoffs, we didn't have three shutouts in the playoffs. We, didn't, we couldn't do that. So, y'all are rolling, man. I commend you on what you do. You are the man. So, I'm going to ask you what I always ask all my players, Coach, who, who come in to visit. With this young man, how are those grades? Hey, they're awesome. <laughs> <laughs> All A's, baby. His grade, his grades have gone way up. Coach, let me coach, tell what's you, his grade I now, grade, hey, his, he, he's right around that ninety-five right now. <laughs> I know that's right. I know that's right. But coaches, you always say the third phase of the season is what's important to playoffs. But on Friday night, the third phase of football is what actually helped the Eagles take the lead. And we kept the lead on Friday night. And when I say third phase, I'm talking about special teams. In this particular case, the kickoff return team, first play of the game. I mean, Q Brown took it. He had some great blocks. He took it and rocked 77 yards. Eagles came out focused on Friday night. When you saw that kickoff return and, and Q took it the distance, what was on your mind, Coach? Uh, just, just excited. Um it, 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 I'm sure a lot of people who know the game and what was going on, he had a little extra motivation after some of the shenanigans um, prior to the game, obviously. And, uh, you know, not that you need to motivate Q, but I appreciate them across town giving them a little extra motivation. And, uh, you know, it, it was great. And we got going and started off well. And then I think the next biggest motivation was – we have a kickoff. They return it a long ways, and then our defense held strong. I'm telling yes, you, those did. first two, I don't know, series, if you, however you want to say it, the kickoff series, and then our first defensive series really set the tone for the whole game. Coach, you're exactly right. As a matter of fact, I thought it was going to be a back-and-forth game to begin with, especially when they took their kickoff back, went across the midfield to around the 45-yard line, 44, somewhere in there. Then the defense came out. The defense was stopping, but we had a couple penalties. And the penalties is what really got them inside the red zone, and them meaning the Glenn Bobcats. They were able to get inside the red zone. But Coach Bill, your defense stood up. They bent, but they didn't break. How did that make you feel on Glenn's first possession to see your defense inside the 10-yard line, basically one-yard line, They're on the one-yard line? Your defense bent, but they said, not today, Bobcats. How would you feel when that happened? I'm just proud of them because our goal line defense has been phenomenal all year, and we take a lot of pride in holding those guys to three there. And who knows? I mean, it's high school football, so you never know if the kicker's going to come in and make it or not. So we just take a lot of pride in goal line defense, and the guys stepped up and they made plays when we needed them to. Oh, they definitely did that. They did, man. And, and Coach, I appreciate you keeping your promise to me because I'm going to be honest with you. I thought the promise wasn't going to be kept on the first series. You remember what that promise was? I know you don't because I know you make yeah, them all the time. Yeah, to send you home early that night and make right. sure you didn't get three extra periods of football. That's it, I remember. Coach, and you did it. Because, listen, I, I was remember. thinking about going to the I, beach I again. remember some other stuff, too, now. I remember some stuff, too. 
We're, hey, hey, anybody here want to join coaching myself to go to a Japanese that's restaurant? That's too? <laughs> anybody huh? anybody oh, want to join Connor, us? Connor, of course. Connor's ready to roll. Connor's well, ready. somewhere in between the state championship, <laughs> maybe Christmas, maybe New Year's, at Coach's Leisure, whenever he's, you know, got his hair laid back and he's sitting back and trying to figure out what he needs to do, he's going to let us know when we're going to eat a little Japanese food yeah, and see a little yeah. action and entertainment in front of us. Coach, I do appreciate Appreciate that, my good man. <laughs> Were there any other promises that I may have made? I did make one more promise. I told you if you did that, I wouldn't ask you for anything else before Tuesday. I know. Yeah, I, yeah, I do remember that too. <laughs> yes, yes, I do remember that. <laughs> well, coach, regardless, I know you said that you want to talk about the offense a little bit. And as usual, in my opinion, the Eagles had a great showcase of talent against the Bobcats on Friday night. And to me, although the score was low, the Eagles still seemed to be in control of the game from the beginning to the end. And I'm going to say this, hats off to the Glenn Bobcats. They were probably, in my opinion, one of the toughest teams that the Eagles faced this year. And you guys faced them twice. In my opinion, their defense is top-notch. However, the Eagle defense is just a little more top-notch. And they're fast. Eagle defense just a little bit faster. So let's take a look, quick look at our offense, the Eagle yep. offense. Offensively, you guys had 65 yards on the ground, 101 yards through the air for a total of 166 yards. Uh, with an additional 77 yards on the kickoff return, giving a total production of 243 yards for the night. And, of course, everything starts up front with my big nasties. I got any nasties in the house? Where my nasties oh, at? They're here. Yeah, there go my nasties. Coach, before I get started, I want to ask you about uh, one of the nasties that went down. I think it was uh, uh, Mr. Crawford. Where's Crawford at? Crawford, you Crawford's here. in the house. Crawford yep. went down. I want to know how he's doing. He's, <laughs> he's one of the guys that's helping on this team this year. Talk to me about Crawford. So, you know, obviously we kept it a little quiet. We lost our left tackle. Right. Um, you, know, I, you know, once again, the stuff we've been through this year and the people you lose and the stuff, the way the coaches and the players are just next man up mentality and all that. Um, we had to put uh, Crawford in at left tackle okay. because uh, Brandon Davenport, you know, um, he right. gutted it through at the Aldrich Kell game, but uh, right. he's got some issues with his knee. Okay. Um, but, yeah, Crawford got in there, and then he, he got a little banged up. And it's kind of funny. Um, his dad coaches with us. He's a D-line coach. Um, but finally, I can't even remember when it was. Was it the third quarter? I don't know what third quarter. Third, third or fourth quarter, third quarter. I look, I look at Crawford. I see he's still on the bench. You know, he kind of he rolled his ankle. Um, we gave him Monday off. We met, we put him back to work today. But I looked. I said, "Hey, man, you all right?" Yeah. He said, "Yeah." I said, "Well, then get your tail back in the game. Right. That's yeah. it. That's it's it. It's time to man up. We, there's no tomorrows." And and you know what? Like, he's a freshman. And guess what he did? Went in there, manned up. Got in there. I'm not going to say the number that he jacked up on down by the goal line and did a little pancake, um, little action. But that's awesome. You know, it, the future's bright for that young man, and we're going to uh, count on him again this uh, Friday. Crawford, way to step up, my man. That's how you step up and help this Eagle team out, Coach. You've had quite a few young guys who have stepped up this season. Is we that did. correct? How, how many other young guys you got? Because I don't know right offhand. <laughs> Who you got or who stepped up, but you've had some. Well, we've had some injuries. We've had some people get uh, leave the team. We've had a bunch of different situations. On that opening kickoff, um, we had Kadarius Payne, who's a kid we brought up from uh, JV, who made a huge block on there. Um, Fisher, the, the big, tall wide receiver. DB from JV, we pulled him up, okay. and Coach Stu had him. On. He had a huge block on that first kick return. So we've had a lot of guys come up, step up, do what they need to do, um, and that, that's just kind of our mentality, you know, to, to do all those things. And just proud of our coaches and all that. Um, you know, we're, we're not supposed to be very good. Nobody gives us the credit we are, but somehow we're 11-1. and one. I'm not sure how that works, but apparently we're not very good. Coach, you guys are terrible. Keep up the good work. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Coach, I'm going to get back to the original question because I kind of got you Dang, off. my fault. How, yeah, no, yeah. It's, it's on me because I'm the one that got you off. How would you evaluate the offensive line's performance, my big nasties on Friday? Um, we addressed it the last couple of days of practice. Let's put it that way. Coach Simmons is here, one of our offensive line coaches. Okay. Uh, Coach Vaughn, I think, heard enough of me 
yesterday and today that he probably didn't want to hear me tonight. So um, <laughs> we had to just just some things. I, I really think we've just struggled a, a little bit up front, and, and but I think today we had a great practice until I went crazy. But we were doing really good. Our first session was awesome. Bryce Simmons, who's been with me, was one of my players. Finally, to, I think it was Coach Vaughn, he said, now you see what I used to go through with Willard every day when we weren't that good. Um, but uh, we're, we're going to be better up front. We're going to be better offensively Friday. Um, at the end of the day, it's a team game. It doesn't matter. Right. Like I tell everybody, as long as you win by one point, that's, that's all that matters. That's all that matters. It allows yeah. you to keep from sitting on the couch with me at home, and that's what I want. I want the Eagles to not be with me at home. That is like a huge Coach deal. Bill, Coach Bill says, a lot of people start basketball season. That's it. That's right. And we need our guys on the gridiron, not on the basketball court. That's for right. Coach Gray, we do not want that at all. I think my producer is telling me I'm about up against the break. So, Coach, we're going to take a quick break. All right. Eagle fans, thank you for coming out. Guys, you know where we are. We're at J. Pepper Southern Grill having a good time, talking a little football with Coach, having an East Forsyth party because there's no party like an East Forsyth party because an East Forsyth party don't stop. So we'll be back in just a few, and we're going to talk a little bit about the upcoming game, and we're going to talk a little defense with Coach Bill right after this. You are locked into Tobacco Road Sports Radio, your home for triad sports. And you know this, man. Welcome to Jay Pepper's Southern Grill, locally owned and operated, serving the Kernsville community for over 10 years. Delicious homemade Southern food with a menu with a little something for everyone. With daily lunch and dinner specials, you can't go wrong choosing Jay Pepper's. Home of the Nest with East Forsyth head coach Todd Willard every Tuesday night at 7.30 p.m. live during the season. Plus Wine Wednesday with half price wine all day and live music every Thursday night. Come join the fun at Jay Pepper's Southern Grill, 841 Old Winston Road in Kernersville. Call in your order now at 336-497-4727. Beamer Tire and Auto Repair. Now with three locations across the triad in High Point, Greensboro, and our new location in Kernersville. Beamer Tire and Auto offers full-service auto repair, all tire brands, free alignment checks, oil changes, and more. In Kernersville, check out the no-appointment-needed Quick Lube Shop. Check out their thousands of five-star ratings via Google and Yelp. They care because they know that you can go anywhere. So try a shop with a beating heart, not a bottom line. Beamer Tire and Auto Repair. Visit us on Facebook or at BeamerTire.com. The specials never stop at Blue Naples Pizza, an Italian restaurant. Every day, you get a large two-topping pizza for only $11.99. On Sunday, watch football and enjoy our large one-topping pizza and 10 wings for only $17.99. Plus lunch specials every day of the week. Blue Naples Pizza and Italian Restaurant, 1519 Union Cross Road in Kernersville. Visit Giada's Restaurant, 210 North Main Street, Suite 292 in Kernersville. With their signature stone oven, culture of hospitality, and North Carolina's best pizza, Giada's lets you, your family, and friends share an authentic Italian experience with a twist. Everything is better by the stone oven at Giada's. Check out our lunch specials and more. Giada's, 210 North Main Street in Kernersville. This is Davis Troxler, the proud owner of North Carolina Golf Academy and the director of instruction. Don't let your golf game suffer from this dreary winter season. Come hit some golf balls, take a lesson. You can call us at 336-324-2374 for details. Thank you and keep it in the fairway. deserve to get good service and great rates at state farm we get it and we're here to help because with every state farm policy you get good neighbor service and you get surprisingly great rates so what are you waiting for get going and talk to a local state farm agent about your surprisingly great rates today like a good neighbor state farm is there individual premiums will vary by customer all applicants subject to state farm underwriting requirements when you want the real deal call state farm agent Susanna nunn in kernersville today
craving fried chicken? Stop by One Stop on the way to the big game. One Stop Number 6, located at 2748 West Mountain Street in Kernersville, serves fresh fried chicken and famous taters seven days a week from 6 a.m. to 10 p.m. Craving wings? Come try the new spicy breaded wings. Get a five-wing meal with six taters in a roll for just $7.39. Now in regular, hot, ranch, or spicy. One Stop Number 6, 2748 West Mountain Street in Kernersville. You are locked into Tobacco Road Sports Radio, your home for triad sports. And you know this, man. And welcome back to the nest. And for those of you who are just tuning in, you're listening to The Nest with head football coach Todd Willard of the three-time state champion East Forsyth Fighting Eagles. He is joined by his defensive coordinator, Coach Aaron Beal. And we're just back talking a little football, chopping it up around a little food that Jay Pepper Southern Grill is about to serve up. And we're hanging out with our East Forsyth family that's looking so beautiful and great out here in the audience. And we thank you guys for all of your support. Thank you all for being here. So, Coach, we're back at it. We're going to talk a little bit more about the defense, or the offense, excuse me. You know, QB Jalen Rayner, uh, he was just under 60% passing efficiency with 101 yards passing, one rushing touchdown, and he had 12 yards on the ground. And uh, what do you think? about Rayner's performance. Did he perform the way you wanted him to on Friday? Because uh, one thing, he promised me no turnovers, but that's all I'm going to say about that. How do you think about How do you think his performance <laughs> was, Coach? I don't think he had any turnovers, did he? I think he was good on that aspect. You sure he was good on no turnovers, Coach? Yeah, I don't think he had turnovers. I think okay. uh, – I know Porter had one. I know our running back, um, R.J. Yeah. Brown had one, our running back, R.J. Brown. R.J. Brown sure did have one on I defense. I saw him earlier today. He probably knew I was going to talk junk about him up here. I saw him earlier today. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, I don't think Rainer had an interception Rainer, or fumble. He didn't have any turnovers? Uh-uh. Okay. All right. Good deal. I don't know and, why and, in, in my and, mind. And I, I, he would have had some more running yards, but obviously we had a few sacks. Um which I think he did a good job in the fact that um, he, he didn't throw the ball, took the sack instead of, uh, you know, forcing something. I, I, I think he did pretty well. I mean, okay. at the end of the day, when you're this far, survive, advance. That's what And it's what all about. he's done, I mean, he eclipsed the, um, you know, the 2,000 mark throwing. Mm-hmm. Uh, passing yardage, and and he's a leader. You know, that, that's a high stressful game right there. Yes, it is. The the, the crowd was unbelievable. You know, there, there's over five, probably six thousand people there. Yes, sir. It's uh, the Battle of K Vegas. So, I, I, awesome. I think he did great, to be honest. Coach, it was great, and I had a ball because that Glenn actually took care of us. Man, they put us in the booth, and we had our own heater. And, hey, we, and we're getting ready to be completely opposite this week. I hate saying I got a great AD, but Joe McCormick does a good job over there. They he did does. Glenn and, and Marty yes, Stanley. They, they did a great job. You know, you were kind of worried about all the things. that They did a great job. They really did. The crowd control, everything. The Forsyth County Sheriffs. Yes. They, were, they did a great job. You know, Bobby Kimbrough, you know, his people did a great job. Oh, yeah. The Sheriffs. So, it, it, it really was, you know, no matter how bad we got that blood, you know, against uh, the Bobcats. Right. They right. did a great job of hosting us. They really did. They, they did a great job over there. And I'm, I'm happy about it. I'm happy about the outcome, the whole nine. I do want to ask you about one play. If you don't want to answer it, I completely understand. Or if you want to leave some things out, I completely understand. There was a play. It was fourth down, Coach. I think you guys called a timeout. And I went over to the sidelines. You came back in, looked like you were about to uh, uh, maybe try and draw them off sides. And I was thinking that possibly if they didn't draw off sides, you guys might punt the ball. Uh, but then the ball was snapped. Was a pl- that play supposed to go like that? Just from my vantage point, I'm just curious. Yeah, so game management's one of the things. That's about all I do. I don't, I don't call offense anymore. I don't okay. call defense. Coach Stu runs the JV – or the, the – the, the, um, Special teams. Special teams. 
Um, game coach, management. Coach, I ain't get you mixed up there, did I? No, I didn't, no. I didn't ask a bad question I, now, did I? No, coach? we were going to be aggressive. And we told our guys, um, fourth down, one, this. My belief has always been if you go back and watch games, I don't care where we are. If you don't get fourth and one, you don't deserve to win a game. That's, uh, that's kind of our philosophy. And that's kind of what we went into against Glenn. Um, we, went it, we went for it on our own side one time. That's what we're going to do. And when your defense is playing lights out, it's a little easier as a, That's true. a head coach. That's very true. Now, we did punt a few times because Andrew could turn the field, which yes. he did do. Yes, he did. Plus, we had a big, you know, um, Rashawn Payne had a great, led to our other touchdown off of that fumble. But, yep, that, that play, we tried to draw him off sides, and then we didn't get it, and then we, we were going to go for it. Okay. And uh, we just didn't make it, I think. And we addressed the, that. I think we were – um, two times fourth and less than a yard, and we didn't make it. And in twice third and one, we didn't make it. So okay. things that we are working on. But yes, we did. That was all. That's on me. Yeah. Okay. No, no, no. I was just wondering with that particular play, was it supposed to end up being a punt? Because it just looked different from my mm-hmm. vantage point. And that's all I'm gonna say about that. I do have a play. I, <laughs> listen, I do have a play I'd like to ask you about though. There was a play. The Glenn player was jogging off the field. And I don't know if you saw it, but then he did a belly flop. And <laughs> I heard that too. And we, we heard and, that and, Saturday. And coach, <laughs> we, we saw it. I don't know if anybody was at the game or who saw it, but he literally did a belly flop. I mean, he like said, oh, boop. And I said, oh, where's the pool, hey, man? Hey, so, so all I could say is I remember when we were listening to it Saturday, the family, we were all sitting there listening to it. We just took a commercial, Des, so we can't go back to commercial. Because all of a sudden, I remember Des saying, all right, before we get in trouble here, we're going to go on a commercial. I do remember that. I, I yeah, didn't I push the it. limits up there. Sometimes yeah. I get Des in trouble. I, I, I didn't, do push the limits. I didn't see it. And honestly, I didn't even look for it on film. But I do remember when I listened to the playback. And obviously, a lot of the Eagle fans in here are, are <laughs> saying they saw the same thing you did. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, I, I didn't see it. But uh, – Hey, hey it happens, you see though. it every Saturday and Sunday. Why not on Fridays? That's true. That it was you definitely know? being incorporated into the Bobcat <laughs> program. I can tell you that. Oh, well, man. Coach, I'm going to keep it moving, man. You had wide receiver Trey Ingram, Ronnie Christian, I think Amarian Holland, and, of course, Q Brown. They, they were pretty much the receiving core on Friday. Talk to us about those four guys and how you think they performed. Good. I mean, we just we did what we had to to win. You know, right. I, I think we moved the ball good. We just didn't convert on third down like we had been, and we definitely didn't convert on fourth down. Okay. You know, and th- those things made it tough. I did once again hear <clears throat> your play, and it was a question you asked um, during your play calling or whatever, and my yes. dad even brought it up when I ate breakfast with dad this morning, and he, he wanted to know about it. He, he even – he goes, hey – Rodney brought, why don't you challenge? So you got dad after me. So I said, well, dad, I said, we do ask for measurements. But right. in high school football, you don't, they, the refs can right. do whatever they want. They don't, they don't let us. So when I ask for a measurement. And real quick, guys, if y'all don't know what we're talking about, a lot of times it's very close to a first down. But at the, from our vantage point, when we're looking down on the field, we're like, hey, it's close. It should be a first down, but the referees may not call it a first down. So Dez and I were in the booth saying, hey, why don't they come out and measure? And then, you know, we say, well, can the coach ask for a measurement? So that's what coach is explaining yeah. now that I'll let you finish. Go ahead, pick back up. Well, it's just they, we do ask for it, but the refs don't have to grant it, and they never do. No, I mean, I guess they we've don't. played – so me and Dad were talking today – I think we've played 12 games. I bet you we haven't had more than, what, five, six measurements throughout the – yeah, you've seen three. I mean, so – so just – So it's in the ref's discretion. It is. It's in the – I mean, I've been there begging for measurements, and they won't do it. (laughs) Same here. Wow. And it seems like more you beg, like Aaron just said, Coach Beal just said, as soon as you start begging for measurement, they go – First down. First down yep. to the other team, though. <laughs> yep. That's the problem. It's Correct. the other team. Oh, man, that's crazy. Well, Coach, we're going to flip the coin here, and we're going to talk a little bit of defense. And, of course, you know Coach Bill is in the house, and on the defensive side of the ball, you know I love defense, Coach. The Eagles were doing their thing for the third consecutive week. I mean, this defense has come up with three straight shutouts in the playoffs. That's something this defense – 
is doing that the 92 defense back in the back in my day when I thought we were bad. We weren't even doing anything like that. And of course, I want this to continue into the fourth round again this week against Huff. So, Coach Bill, how does that make you feel seeing your defense not allow any points for the first three rounds? Does that add a little bit of pressure to you or more relief? Uh, not really pressured. The biggest thing is getting the W at the end of the day. I mean, like Coach said, one point at the end of the day, we want to get the win. If we get the shutout, that's great. I know a lot of people will talk about it, get excited about it, but at the end of the day, it's like you said, survive in advance. No doubt. But listen, I tell you what I know is great about it. You don't have to hear this dude yelling at you when you get a shutout. Yeah, I can that guarantee matter. you. That. Oh, yeah. <laughs> There's always something to work on. <laughs> coach, you're not still yelling out after shutouts, are you, Coach? Coach, I called him yesterday. Okay, side note here. <laughs> so, side note. So, and the players and everybody here, some of the coaches are going to understand this. So, all of a sudden, I'm looking for Coach Bill after practice Monday. He's not nowhere to be seen. I didn't yell at Coach Bill one time Monday. I called him up. He answers phone. He goes, Coach? I said, yo, man, you okay? <laughs> he goes, yeah. I'm like, I was worried he was going through withdrawals because I didn't yell at him one time. Not one time at practice Monday. And all of a sudden, he was ghost after practice. I was like, man. This guy's going to go crazy because I didn't yell at him today. But, uh, well, Coach, maybe he needs that. Maybe he needs a little uh, yelling he, he, at him. He coach. loves that pressure. He really does. And, wow, lights out to the defense and the defensive staff. No oh, man, the it. defensive staff, I am proud of you guys. The defensive unit, I am proud of you guys. R.J. Brown, middle linebacker, was in on 14 tackles. Jules Taylor, another great linebacker, in on 11 tackles. Tim Davis at the safety position came down, run support on 10 tackles. You know I can't forget about my man now, Coach, defensive end, Big Nick Martin, who was in on eight tackles and I think five sacks. Boy, you talking about somebody that was up there proud, saying, look at the defensive end in between commercials. Boy, I love it. I love it. Hell of a game from that defensive end, Nick Martin. And, of course, on the line of scrimmage, David Smith did his thing with seven tackles. And, of course, R.J. Brown. Uh, Rashad Payne, Will Montgomery, they all had fumble recoveries. And Nick Martin and Zion Ellison were the cause of those fumbles. Coach, how do you preach turnovers? Do you, do you actually train and coach yep. and have situational football? Did you try to make your defense create turnovers? Yeah, we work it every day in Indy or every other day. And, I mean, it's a major focal point of the defense is we want to get the ball. Get the ball back, give it to the offense, let them eat. No doubt. So, Coach, what is your secret sauce? on getting this defense to play the way that they've been playing these last three weeks. What's the secret, man? Tell it's, me. It's those guys, man. They believe in it. And right now they're just playing together. They're all flying around. They're making plays. And and the coolest thing is is they have each other's back on the field all the time. It doesn't right. matter what it is. There was a situation Friday night when it was – they got a penalty. It was going to be – Accept the penalty, you get third and eight, or decline it, you get fourth and two. And Willard was like, what do you want to do? I looked out on the field, and they were like, decline it. So we declined it, and the next play, they come up with a big sack. And, you know, players just stepping up. They believe in what we're doing, and that's that's bigger than anything. If they believe it, then, you know. And that, that was huge. A side note. Coach Plaster, my AD, who's still – I'm waiting for my Yeah, who still hasn't, signed the, hasn't, my hasn't race. signed the contract. Apparently, yet, I guess him, and I'm sure maybe even Drew was over there, Drew Dull, our head baseball coach, I guess they're over there just crucifying me. I can't believe Coach Willard declined that penalty. He that stupid nah, – da, da, da. you know, Coach Plaster, he got better language than me. <laughs> um, and then all of a sudden someone said to him, well, that's – after we held them, he goes, well, maybe that's why you're not coaching football. I'm just saying. <laughs> but, no, you know, you, you do that. I, I turned them to these guys. They said, no, decline it. We're going right. fourth and two. Let's so go. That's, that's what the team and is that, all And that's about. what it's all about. That's you right. know, that's what it's all about. And um, I think the only person I had my back when I did that was Sean Cole for our booster club president. But, Sean was the only one. All right, yeah. Sean. <laughs> Coach, now listen, I got to admit, man, sometimes when I'm up in that booth, I'm booth line coaching. Because I'm up there yelling at Dez, Dez, why is coach doing this? Coach ought to do this. And But I do correct myself. I say, well, that's why I'm up here and I'm not coaching. I say that every single time. And, and, and you do. And <laughs> if you don't, trust me, Katie lets me know. <laughs> I know that's right. Coach Bill, Friday night again, great game. Who 
or what unit do you think stepped up the most to lead that win and that defensive prowess? Well, we talked about this Sunday as a defensive staff. All the coaches come here. Who do you think was the best player? And we couldn't lock in on one guy. I mean, when you have – I mean, you go all the way back to the West game. We only gave up one touchdown then. And so, I mean, on defense that is. So, if – and then three shutouts, I mean, everybody's stepping up. So, it's not just one player. I mean, every single – the D-line, there's guys making plays. Linebackers, guys making plays. Secondary, guys making plays. So, Coach, I love it. And I'll tell you what else I love when your defense does something. I love it when the first man gets to the ball carrier and they hold him up. I love it because here come the rest of the defense like a bunch of pack of wolves and they just coming in there hitting them. And you see the offensive guy going, ooh, Oh, yep. I mean, you see all that, man, and I love it. I'm just yep. up there like, oh, come on, ball, squirt out, do something. Yeah, so we talk about that. We call it strafing the pile. Mm-hmm. So when they hold them up, it doesn't matter. There might be some friendly casualties, but right. if That's you're right. the next guy in, you light them up. I love it. So, Coach, what is your coaching philosophy when it pertains to defense, and how has it changed over the years? And so it's simple. It's alignment, assignment, run to the ball, finish with bad intentions. Oh, I love it. I mean, and over the years, it just changes depending on the personnel we have. Okay. And, I mean, it all – it evolves a little bit, but it stays the same. Gotcha. Okay, so it's, it's the same while it's still evolving. Yes. Gotcha. Beautiful. I love it. So, have you seen anything recently, and I guess this would have to be before the last three games, that you want to change or improve on your defense? I mean, we can improve on – Every single day there's something to improve on. I mean, as far as fundamentals, techniques, certain things, head placement, I mean, we can improve every single day. I mean, if you think you've arrived, then you're failing. So every single day we show up, we want to get better at what we do. So, of course, this week, you know, we got a big game, and you guys are going to be traveling, traveling back out of town to Charlotte. What do you think your defensive comfort level is when it comes to your defense having to play away from home? It doesn't matter to us. Blow the whistle and let's go, baby. Oh, I love it. I love it. So, look, each week, I mean, it goes by really fast. You know, from the time, by the time you get done with the previous game, the time you watch film, and, and you're trying to put a game plan together, then you're implementing it during the week. Next thing you know, it is Friday, man. So, what's the priority for your defense when it comes to getting set up for each game, whether it's Huff, Glenn, South Iredale, anybody? I mean, every week the coaches do a great job of um, planning and preparing. Coach Gill, Coach Drew, Coach Babb, Coach Crawford, Coach Harris, all those guys, they do a great job of planning. But, I mean, the guys, they come in on Monday and they're no longer talking about what just happened. It's totally focused on next week's opponent. So, I mean, hats off to those guys. They're the ones that are doing it. We're just behind the scenes helping them. No doubt. Well, Coach, y'all doing a heck of a job behind the scenes. Great job. (laughs) But we know you're doing more than that, Coach. And we appreciate everything you've done. My producer's telling me that we're up against a break right now. So we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, I'm going to let you snack on your food a little bit. When we come back, we're going to talk about this upcoming matchup that the Eagles have. And then we'll see if we can get into some off-topic things with Coach Willard and Coach Bill. Coming up after this message. It's the high school football game of the week. Listen, man. Tonight is the night. Then make the game for yourself. Not one, but two of the best games in the triad every Friday. All comes down to today. Catch the action on WTOB 980 AM and 96.7 FM. Who got my bag? I got your bag. Or tune in to our second game on WCOG 1320 AM. Both games powered by TobaccoRoadSportsRadio.com, your home for triad sports. Looking to change things up a little? Visit Salon Resi. Located at 765 East Bluemont Road, Suite 200 in Mount Airy, Salon Resi is the newest high-end full-service salon and spa in the triad. Salon Resi Spa includes massages and skin care. Get a full highlight treatment, shampoo and style, color and retouch, and much, much more. Salon Resi, where passion and creativity meet. 765 East Bluemont Road, Suite 200 in Mount Airy. Hey, Pops, where you want to go eat tonight? I'm going to go get me some good southern cooking at Ball Brothers down by the airport in Winston. No, Pops, it's Bell Brothers, and they closed years ago. It's Taste of the Dryad now. 
tasted a triad. Is it in the old Ball Brothers building? Yup. Can I still get baked chicken and collard greens? Sure can. How about neck bones, meatloaf, and pork chops? Taste of the Triad has all that. So they ain't got pinto beans, tater salad, mac and cheese, or fried okra? Pops, they have all that, plus homemade cakes and cobblers and sweet potato pie. Well, then I don't care what they call it. Let's go eat. Taste of the Triad. Open daily for lunch with $5.99 specials from 11 to 2 and chef specials daily. Don't miss the Saturday brunch from 9 to 1 and the soulful Sunday dinner when you come out of church full of the word but hungry for Southern comfort food. Taste of the Triad in the old Bell Brothers building at Old Walkertown Road and North Liberty in Winston-Salem. That's good Southern cooking. We love sports. Joe Lewis, the greatest boxer ever lived. Not only do we love sports, but we love to debate sports. He was bad in Captain Clay. He bad in Sugar Ray. He bad in that. Who that's you? The new boy. Mike, Mike, Mike Tyson looked like a bulldog. He bad in him too. He done whipped Mike Tyson there. He whipped all that. For the best sports analysis in the triad. What about Rocky Marciano? In-depth local coverage of your favorite schools and teams. Let me tell you something wonderful. Rocky Marciano was good. But compared to Joe Lewis, Rocky Marciano ain't shit. And of course, the best sports debate in the triad. Big Joe Lewis is this. Welcome to Tobacco Road Sports Radio. Joe Lewis was 75 years old when he fought. You're welcome. I don't know how old he was, but he got The specials never stop at Blue Naples Pizza, an Italian restaurant. Every day, you get a large two-topping pizza for only $11.99. On Sunday, watch football and enjoy our large one-topping pizza and 10 wings for only $17.99. Plus lunch specials every day of the week. Blue Naples Pizza and Italian Restaurant, 1519 Union Cross Road in Kernersville. Beamer Tire and Auto Repair, now with three locations across the triad in High Point, Greensboro, and our new location in Kernersville. Beamer Tire and Auto offers full-service auto repair, all tire brands, free alignment checks, oil changes, and more. In Kernersville, check out the no-appointment-needed Quick Lube Shop. Check out their thousands of five-star ratings via Google and Yelp. They care because they know that you can go anywhere. So try a shop with a beating heart, not a bottom line. Beamer Tire Tire and Auto Repair. Visit us on Facebook or at BeamRetire.com. Visit Giada's Restaurant, 210 North Main Street, Suite 292 in Kernersville. With their signature stone oven, culture of hospitality, and North Carolina's best pizza, Giada's lets you, your family, and friends share an authentic Italian experience with a twist. Everything is better by the stone oven at Giada's. Check out our lunch specials and more. Giada's. 210 North Main Street in Kernersville. You are locked into Tobacco Road Sports Radio, your home for triad sports. And you know this, man. Welcome back to Jay Pepper's Southern Grill. And for those of you who are just tuning in, you're listening to The Nest with head football coach Todd Willard of the three-time state champion East Forsyth Fighting Eagles. We are joined by his defensive coordinator and Hollywood star of the three first rounds of the playoffs, Coach Aaron Beal. So, fellas, we are back talking a little football, having a little fun up in here at Jay Pepper's. Coach, you've hardly touched your food. Are you okay? Everything all right? Well, Morgan just ate all my French fries. But um, <laughs> Morgan, my man, Dad doesn't need those carbs. <laughs> but uh, no, things are good, man. Just uh, I, I actually start eating the wrap a little bit. So um, yeah, you switched up because you usually have the low calorie salad. Yeah, that low cal salad. <laughs> but yeah, I got the wrap. I was gonna get the burger, but I went with the wrap. You know, the turkey wrap. Have you had the wings good. yet? Yeah, I had those last week. The wings are good. Awesome. Yes, they are. Awesome. I haven't had a bad food here. No, not, I, nothing. I haven't either. I haven't either. Not at all. Coach Bill, what about you? What'd you have tonight? A quesadilla, man. You can't go wrong with it. Uh, quesadillas. Well, you look like you hated them because they sure enough disappeared. <laughs> <laughs> I, I see Connor hated his food again tonight, and he Connor didn't hates like his it. Food everywhere. I coach. mean, <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. 
Well, guys, as you know, we're just here hanging out, having a good time. But this week, Friday, November 26th, the Eagles are going to be traveling down to Charlotte again to take on the Huff Huskies. They actually have a perfect record, 13-0. They're led by head coach Matthew Jenkins. And, of course, Huff is ranked number one in the state of North Carolina. Uh, the Huskies won their third-round playoff matchup against Mallard Creek by a score of 31-17. to And, of course, coaches, I know you all have been watching a lot of film this week. Based on the film that you've seen from Huff, what can you tell us about their program? Go ahead, Coach. So, um, when you get to this round, I've heard a lot of people ask me this week. They come, hey, how does Huff look? How does Huff look? I mean, when you get to this round, there are no bad teams. Right. Everybody you play has studs on their team. They got good coaching staff, so they wouldn't be playing this week. That's right. Um, you know, we're going to go in there. We're going to do what we do. We're going to fly around. We're going to make plays and um, may the best team win. That's it, my good man. I tell you what, man, there's a rumor floating around Charlotte, at least just the Charlotte folks, they're saying Huff by 30. Can you believe that they'd actually say that? I mean, those are people talking that don't know football, so we don't really listen to those guys. So, But I mean, see, I listen to that stuff because it pisses, tees me off. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It tees me off. I don't like hearing that kind of stuff. You I, know, when, I just don't like it, Coach. When I was 22, I, I listened to that stuff, but then I figured out, like, nobody's opinion matters outside of that room. Yep. Um, and I told Coach this in the spring, all we need is right there in that room. Uh, coaches, players, and uh, what everybody else thinks doesn't matter. Let's just go out and do what we do. Well, Coach, maybe that's why I get teed off because y'all won't let me in the room. Come on in, uh, baby. See, I'm outside Let's the go. room, Coach, so I can't <laughs> help my guys. We told you guys. You guys are more than welcome. Come on in and, and do what you want to do. Coach, y'all, I'm just messing with y'all. Y'all know me. I, I, I love to get things started. I love it. Now, I've only seen a little bit of film on Huff, on this squad that they've got. I do know their quarterback, number seven, Tad Hudson, he's got a solid arm on him. I do know that. He likes to throw it to number 11 when he does throw, which is Markel Quick. Um, but this team also likes to run the ball, and they have two pretty big, speedy guys that they run with. I think a Xavion Turner Knox and a J.T. Smith. I think one's number 22, and I want to say one's number, is it eight or three? Number three. I knew it was one of those numbers. What do the Eagles have to do to keep these three guys in check, their skill players? Well, first off, we got to stop the run. I mean, if you can limit the run and make them one-dimensional, that helps us. And then secondly, we just can't allow big plays in the pass game. We have to keep things in front of us and go out and make plays. And uh, I think our DBs, I think we're right up there, best in the state. And we'll be up for the challenge come Friday night. No, Coach, no. I think y'all are one of the best in the state. Uh, you know, you have the best squad in the team uh, in the state, and you have some of the best players in the state on this team. This week against Huff, Coach Bill, what will you be looking for from your defensive unit in that very first series? Hey, let's just bring the intensity. I mean, a lot of people say match the intensity. I want to take our intensity above and beyond what the opponent is doing, but also keep it at a place where we can execute. Because if you're so intense that you're so jacked up you can't execute, then it means nothing. So execution and intensity is what we're looking for in that first series Friday night. Coach Willard, offensively, what do you think the Eagles have to do in order to maintain control of this ball and keep Huff's offense off the field? Yeah, I mean, I want to just touch back on the defense and I'll get to your question too. Yeah, go ahead. I mean, just they've done so well. And, you know, I don't know if you noticed, Caleb White did come back. Number 95 was back. Um, okay, yeah, because he, he was he, injured a little he bit. He was injured. He's right. another guy who came back. And you had asked me earlier, the future's really bright at East, okay? Mm -hmm. Um, we got two D linemen right now that are getting after it. And, and you know that. You're, you're one that you love, EJ, obviously, EJ, yep, Hawkins. Yep. The, the, the rumbler, tumbler. Yep, him and, and uh, MJ Mullins, two sophomore kids that we're depending a lot on on that D line. Good deal. And just the schemes that coaches put together, him and, and the whole defense staff, has been great. I'm just, I just, I never tell Aaron he does a good job. This will be the last time this week. Yeah, I see his so head swelling up. He's going to have to take that to, toboggan off I just in a want, minute. Yeah, I just want to get that out of the way. So, the, the next three days, you know, it will get back to normal. But offensively, uh, we, we got to convert. We got to convert on third down and fourth. It's that simple. Okay. You know, we, we, 
And when it's fourth and one, I'm going to tell you this too, guys. We're going for it. Okay. We're going for it. We're going to go for it. We got to win in the playoffs. You got to score touchdowns. And, um, <clears throat> you know, we got to move the chains. I think we've done some things. Um, we've had a couple. Uh, we met early this week, a lot of meetings this weekend, and um, we've went over some things offensively. I don't want to say too much, but we're going to be better. You know, it's been a challenge. Coach Horton and Coach Vaughn knows we, we, the expectations a lot. And honestly, it's just been this last week because the, the following week, we, we should have scored about 40 points, but once again, it was third down and fourth down and short we didn't convert on. Gotcha. So if we can just fix that, our offense will be fine, and and I think we will be fine on Friday. Coach, I think you guys are going to be great on Friday, and I am really looking forward to it. So you know, I do want to say good luck to you guys Thank on you. Friday when you travel down to Huff. Thank you. I'm going to be somewhere around there freezing my rear end off because the AD said they don't have any room for us in the booth. We got to sit outside. So somehow I got to figure out what, how I'm going to dress and try and stay warm. I need to figure out if I need to bring a lawn chair too, Coach. I don't know what's going to be going on down hey, there. Bring Huff. some long johns. I don't <laughs> know about a long chair. <laughs> you long better believe it. Bring some long johns. <laughs> I am going to have some long johns <laughs> on. Um, but before we get out of here, Coach, I want to give a couple shout-outs. Uh, first, the owner of J. Pepper Southern Grill, Jeff Powell. He always makes sure that we're taken care of here at J. Pepper's. Coach, anybody you want to shout-out to? Uh, just, just everybody here, the Eagle, the Eagle Nation. Give a shout-out to my mom. I, I always kind of forget about saying something about my mom back in Wisconsin, but there's so many people back in Wisconsin that listen to you guys, so we appreciate that. Once again, we've touched that. Mom's finally happy. Des might get a Christmas card now. Um, so all that, but just just thankful and just sitting here thankful having my family around me tonight here at the, the coaches show. It's always our coaches sacrifice so much, and I'm just thankful for my coaches and their families, what they sacrifice and all that. Bryce Simmons just got married, couldn't even go on his honeymoon, you know, because it's football season. And, you know, even though he screwed up on the show, the first person he still wants to thank is his bride now. That's right. You know, right. so thank God the wedding still went on. I was worried it might have got canceled. After Congratulations. <laughs> Congratulations, Bryce. Good job, you two. Hey, and a, and a shout-out, Drew. Drew's here, our head, foot, or our head football coach. Maybe one day our head baseball coach, Drew Dell. He, he spins all the magic up there. He's the music man for us. He is. He does it. He's been doing it for a while. That, he that always used to puts be my job, and it, what a relief. That was one thing I don't have to do on Fridays, and obviously the music's got a lot better. So No doubt. Thanks for being in the house with us, Drew Doyle. We appreciate it. Coach Bill, anybody want to shout out to? Yeah, Peyton and Mason, go to bed. So if you're listening to this tonight, go to bed. Uh, but, yeah, the whole family at the house. Uh, Mom, Dad, and Grandma Beal, the biggest Eagle fan out there. She is a huge Eagle She's fan. She's a huge Eagle fan. She'll stay up. And I'll be sitting in the coach's office after a win or a game, and we'll be talking. It'll be 11, 30, 12 o'clock. I'm like, man, I forgot to call Grandma. So I got to run outside and call her because she will literally stay up all night if I don't call her. So shout out to Grandma Beal. What's up, Grandma? No doubt. No doubt. Well, Coach, before we get out of here, I do want to ask you one quick question. Wake Forest, they were unable to knock off Clemson this past Saturday in Death Valley, but they still control their own destiny. Coach, do you think Wake can make it to the ACC title game? Yeah, that's a loaded question. I got the in-laws here, and, you know, we got a lot of people at NC State that play. So, yeah, Gary. Uh, well, I'm hoping Gary, these guys I, are victorious yeah. on Friday. Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> Gary, you might want to talk to, to him today. But, uh, you know, I, I, I'm just – I'm going to keep everything – at the end of the day, I'm almost in a no-lose situation in the fact that I want Wake or NC State, as long as they take one of them, should be in the championship. Right. So, to me, I'm in a no-lose situation there. Well, Coach, that's awesome. That's a great situation to be in. Not too many people can say that they're in a no-lose situation. <laughs> and one more quick question. You know, Cam Newton came back to the NFL. What do you think? What does he, what does he do for the Panthers? But uh, Does he get them to the playoffs? I don't want to step on Dez's toes here, but, uh, you know, he, he, he was a starting quarterback on Sunday, right? Right. Did the Panthers win or lose? They lost. They oh, won, okay, they won okay. the first game against the Cardinals. Okay, but wait, wait, he played eight plays there. Yeah, I'm just pointing out. Coach. Okay, That's uh, yeah, all yeah. I'm doing. So <laughs> the Panthers won. He played eight plays. Right. 
McCaffrey got him down to the end zone twice, and then Cam gets to be I'm but kind of guy. But right. I'm just sorry, I'm not a Cam Newton guy. So. <laughs> Oh, uh, Coach Bill, how about you? Do you feel the same yeah, way? Let's go, Cam. Yeah. All right, Coach yeah. Bill said, "Let's go, let's Cam. Go Cam." So that'll make Dez happy and the rest of the press. <laughs> they, they, they just do that because I hate Aaron Rodgers too up at Green Bay, which is my team. Right. And I don't like Aaron Rodgers, so I I really think my coaching staff loves Aaron Rodgers and Cam Newton just because I don't just like to get on your nerves. Yeah, That's I'm pretty cool. Hey, you guys are I mean, you guys have a good time, man. That is awesome. I'm glad to hear it. Well, Coach Wheeler, Coach Bill, that's going to do it for our time here on The Nest. I want to thank you both for being here and taking your time out to grace us with your presence. You guys are awesome. And, guys, good luck to you this week in the playoffs down at Huff. And, of course, East Versailles family, we know that we're going to see you this Friday night, November 26th in Charlotte, where our beloved Eagles will be taking on the Huff Huskies. Kickoff is set for 7.30 p.m. Coach, good luck to you and the Thank Eagles. You. And, Thank of you. course, Eagle family, we also look forward to seeing each and every one of you right here next week at J. Pepper Southern Grill for another edition of The Nets featuring head football coach Todd Willard of the three-time state champion East Forsyth Fighting Eagles. I'm your host, Hot Rod Funderburg. Thank you for tuning in to The Nest, and we hope you guys have a safe, wonderful 2021 fall football season.